Hello everyone, and yes, I am back, the wonderful tea teacher. And today we are going to review an amazing lady. Her name is Talicia Berry, and she has written so many books, so many wonderful, amazing, amazing books. And just to name on a few of her books that she wrote, she got Girl, Get Up and Win, Baptist Junkie, Businesswoman, and her amazing magazine is called What is an, a, What is a Courageous Woman? She is an award-winning magazine and book publisher. She is an amazing lady. And I tell you, I read the book, Girl, Get Up and Win. And let me tell you, I tip my hat off to all the ladies that participated in this book because their stories hit every part of my soul deeply. It was like they went in and was like, I know her. She's my best friend. <laughs> I'm going to tell you her whole life story. Now, not all of it um, pertained to me, but it pertained to me in, in certain aspects of what they were talking about. So without further ado, let's jump into uh, this an amazing, amazing, amazing book. Amazing book. First, Talicia, Miss Barry, gives her little introduction about the book. And what caught my eye is when she says, from a from childhood to an adulthood, as a woman, a mother, a wife to ex-wife, <laughs> daughter, sister, and friend. See, she put it all in one circle. <laughs> Do you hear me? All in one circle. I have endured many challenges. Some were harder than others, and some were outright tragic. But by the grace of God, I made it through. That right there tells me, number one, hey, she's all of that. She's a wife, a mother, an ex-wife, a daughter, a sister, and a friend. But most of all, she believes in God. Hey, she was like, look, I didn't been up, I didn't been down, and all around. See what I'm saying? But she said, but still, I stand on what God told me in his word that he was going to do. And so that caught my eye right there. And just her amazing story of how she faced challenges and how she overcame them. And that's why she wrote this book, Girl, Get Up and Win. That means don't sit down and just take it. Oh, you know, well, I'm just going to sit here and just be quiet and roll over. No, she said, "Uh uh-uh, get up, dust your body off, dust your shoulders off, fix your wig. Hey, fix that eyelash, get it together. Let's get this, okay? I loved how she wasn't afraid to put her feelings into, none of these ladies, let me say this, was afraid to put their feelings into this book. They seemed like they just was oh there you see what I'm saying I know that it was there but it was like like I was just like in their office publishers building they thoughts like oh my god that was me you know what I'm saying I felt it I experienced it I was a part of their studies but let's keep it going so this apostle Howard she said forward. Her whole title tells the story. Forward? <laughs> that means don't never look back. That means keep going. Hey, don't 
Because if you keep looking back, you're going to run into something. So she said, as an overcomer, in, in, in it is an honor to express my gratitude to Talisha Berry for asking me to write the forward for this book. I am so grateful that she had the assignment to share her platform with so many others. You know, stop on this note. But a lot of people really think that women is just supposed to be robots. We don't have no feelings. We don't. We're just here. We're supposed to do everything, cook, clean, anything and everything that we're supposed to do. We don't never get tired. We don't never get sick. But she said, hey, she's an overcomer. Move forward. It was, she said, girl, the get up and win is a most, the most read for those who need to be reminded that their victory was already constructed by God. The word declares that a child, that as a child of God, we are more than conquerors and overcomers by the blood of the lamb. Honey, she do not testimony. She preaching already. Apostle Howard, hey, God bless you. Because she's already given her testimony. She's already putting that scriptures up in there. That's what a lot of readers, when I read a book and I, if I read it the first couple of pages or what, if I don't grasp me, I'm not going to read it. But this book, let me tell you, I cried through the whole book, people. I was like, oh, my God. It was an amazing. It touched me to let me know even the things that I was doubting in myself. Hey, these ladies' stories is telling me I can still do it. (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy. And then you go to Mother child relationship by Jeanette this one really caught my eye because I am a mother I am a sister I am a friend you see what I'm saying I'm a wife so I was like Oh, I got to keep reading this. I came in and even shared it with my husband about this book. But she says, when it comes, quote, when it comes to relationships, a child's very first relationship is with their parents. In her case, it was with her mother. My mother met my father at the age of 14, only to marry at the age of 16. And from what I have been told, such was not a very positive or nurturing relationship. It has its ups and downs only to have me become the oldest of such union, which later led to a drastic yet unresolved twist. See, her story I loved because she wanted a relationship with her mother. What child doesn't? want a relationship with that mother and she was like hey you know the things that her mother should have taught her she couldn't why because she wasn't taught that either like she said in her book you can't teach somebody something that you have never been taught but in also in her story she was letting us know the things that her mother did teach her mothers teaches their kids things even though sometimes they might not be like oh this is lesson one lesson two but if you just listen It's a lesson. She went on to say, 
For years, I always knew that I was different. I began to realize at an early age that such was the foundation of a mother and daughter relationship, not to mention one that began to become the blueprint of her life. It was crazy because when we do things in life, people doesn't realize it is a blueprint because you go from generation to generation to generation to generation. Someone had mentioned to me yesterday about, well, why do you drink coffee? Because my mother did it. My grandma did it. So it just passed down because of what you experienced or what you seen as a kid, you do that as an adult. It's kind of strange and funny because that's how it is. Then she says, that caught my eye was, as a child, I was told that up, that upon birth, my father was told, we can either save your wife or your child. It was said that my father replied, save my wife and my grandmother, Lord bless the grandmas, right? <laughs> My grandmother said, save my grandchild. With that being said, such should tell you about how our mother-daughter relationship was. Such appeared to have been a generational curse. See, that's what I just said. Mm-hmm. It comes back around to prove what you were saying which was true. Mm-mm-mm. Typically, when one thinks about this type of relationship, what comes to mind is unconditional love emotional attachment being nurtured and that is to name a few but what I learned was that my mother was beautiful uneducated yet street smart she was not nurtured as a child herself depressed angry and an alcoholic yet she says yet she was a hard worker a protector a survivor and was loyal to her children family, and those around her. All qualities that she taught me. Now see, in all this of not having a relationship like a mother and daughter should, but I just named off the things that she taught her. Then she goes on to say, the other lessons I did my best to ignore. That was the anger, depression, the alcoholic, So that caught me. Mother and child relationship that hit home because I have a daughter. <laughs> I am a daughter. So when I move on to the next lady, young lady, but before I do, I want to read you this little clip. She says, in life, quote, I learned that one can lose yet still be a winner. One can also win yet feel like a loser. When my mother transitioned from this life, as I watched her take her last breath, I realized that I could not take her passing as a loss. I had to embrace it and learn from the experience and look at the situation in a positive way. This year, I became the age that my mother was when she was diagnosed with breast cancer. I was not afraid as I had been told more than once that I 
had a positive test for breast cancer, yet only to be told that it was benign or disappeared. If you grew up without a mother or perhaps experienced childhood trauma, or perhaps you could have a dysfunctional family or relationship with your mother, whether your mother has transitioned or is still on earth, it is not too late to heal. You, now she's saying you cannot challenge or change others, but you can heal. When you heal, you will realize that you are a winner despite what others think. I cry so hard on that because at a young age, me and my sister lost our mother to cancer. And to see her, how she transitioned as Jeanette explained about her mother, it was hard. But yet, we could not sit there and count it as being a loss because it wasn't. My mother also had breast cancer. So that really hit home to me and I really took that quote and I wrote it down because that made me realize that even though you lose a loved one, especially your mother, at some point in time you have to realize that you have to heal yourself because if you don't, how can you love and help or heal someone else? Take that to mind. So then now we got another lady, Mel Robinson. <laughs> Honey, she said a winner's choice. Do you hear me? A winner's choice. Okay. She talks about fear and dysfunction. She said fear and dysfunction was part of her life all the time. Especially when she went to school and how she seen how all the other kids' parents was there. To pick up her or their children. And hers didn't. And she said pretty soon you can feel all dysfunction and fear. And not being loved creeping up behind her. She said, I'm going to read quote a part of hers. is overcomer. A word I would have never considered using in describing myself. The foundation that established my life had always been consistent in its mixtures of two ingredients, dysfunction and fear. Yes, honey, fear is a killer. Do you hear me? Both being shaped the core of my existence in an early age and didn't take long to become disheartened at the idea that most likely I never birthed out of me who or even what God had purposed for my life before my foundation. So she's letting us know right here. She didn't even think she was even worthy of being who she is or who she was. She didn't think that she was even worthy of even being on this earth as a young, at a young age. Because why? Dysfunction and fear was already there when she was young. Already, abandonment and everything was already there. So then we go to this other lady, Tanya. 
and hers was a blessed mess. Now, this really, really was exciting, amazing, bubbly, just ready to go. I mean, I couldn't put it down. She says, quote, remember how the story of Cinderella began with once upon a time and there was a happy ending. (laughs) Don't we all think that about life and about marriage? It seemed like life was so simple then and everything was easy. It really was easier because we believed that life would end up being just like a fairy tale and we would grow up and find Prince Charming handsome, rich, and had a house on the hill. She said everyone wanted to be the princess and we never really worried about what happened in between. Then we grew up. She wanted to be the wife, the mother, the friend, everything. Children. But in her story, she wanted the husband to be the protector. You know, she longed for dates and walks and conversations and like they did on Lever to Beaver. With their children and and every problem in the world would be resolved in 30 minutes. They never encountered drugs, crime, molestation in these fairy tale dreams. The last thing that would ever happen in domestic violence because things don't happen like that on TV. It doesn't. She said, quote, and it would never happen in my dream marriage either. Then I grew up. Now this young lady was born in South Central Los Angeles. A cruel world. A very cruel world. But, you know, her mom went to, her mom sent her to private schools. Her dad told her that she he loved her. She was beautiful. She was smart, talented. She was able to talk to any and everybody because that's who she was. She made friends so, so fast. And she was a good person. Her mother owned a beauty salon and her customers would say, I had an old soul. This young lady, she earned for attention. Because at school, people, kids and people picked at her. They called her fat. They called her ugly. Her, her skin because she had eczema. And who don't go through that in school? Being picked on because you're the wrong color. You're the wrong shape. You are the Heinz 57. A lot of things. So that broke her spirit of what she, her daddy, her mom had told her. Because she grew up all her life thinking, I'm beautiful. I'm smart. What her dad had told her. But then when she got to school, they picked at her. They called her everything. But she had a rude awakening. Like I said, she wanted, wanted attention. She wanted that love. She wanted that love. 
She got it. She got it. Then we have at the very end of this book, wonderful, amazing book. We have what I didn't have a father daddy to touch me by Sherry Williams. I'm going to read a little clip for you real quick. And then I want you to go get this book and read it completely for yourself. Father, a present male brings life into the world. Perhaps love to place responsibility on. So in her, she wanted to be paid. She didn't have a daddy. To love her, to touch her, to be there for her. As I close... This book is an amazing book. And like I said in the beginning, it touched my soul so, so hard. And I cried so, so hard because it's like each story had a part for me. Like they knew who I was, that they knew who my life was. They know what I we had went through. And I tell you, this book is such an amazing book, a wonderful book. Please, 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 please go out there and get this book and read it. Share it. Because it will touch your soul tremendously. And if you are enjoying my podcast, please, please, please go hit the um, join, subscribe button. Become a permanent member to my podcast. May God bless you. As As I always say, this is your girl, the tea teacher. Not to throw no shade, but to tell you my opinion. But when I say this book is an amazing book, please believe me, go out there and get it.